welcome to the Fancy Sanctuary. I am back with another quick hitting video. I've got five must buy players for your dynasty team. Now, these aren't going to be five players that I think, you know, they're great players. I like them because of this stat or whatever. These are going to be strategy situation led buys. We're going to dive straight in. The first buy, James Cook. Now, I'm not the biggest James Cook fan in terms of him as a player, but the situation is clear. He is running with the ones. He's getting exclusive work with the ones. Damien Harris is still not fully fit. We're still seeing some limited work because of that knee. If James Cook becomes the lead back in, in Buffalo, his value is going to shoot up. He is going to be a fringe top 12 dynasty running back if he is a true three-down workhorse. And that's, that's realistic. That's what the coaches are telling us right now. At the moment, you can probably go and get him for a mid to high second. You might have to pay a second and a third. But as soon as he wins that clear three down starting job, that profile is heading up and he is going to be worth a lot more. So you can buy him and maybe flip him for a profit in a month's time. It feels like it's a good time to go in and get now before the hype starts to, to get out of control as such. The next by Sam Howe. We saw this week he was announced as a starting quarterback for the Washington Commanders. He, with that rushing floor, is going to be a back-end QB1 the entire time he's on the field. I've got him projected for about 650 rushing yards this year. That would put him around QB10, QB11 on a year-to-year -year basis. If he is the starter long-term for Washington, he is an absolute bargain in any format right now. He's got great weapons. We know he's going to use his legs. He doesn't have to be a good passing quarterback, as we saw last year with Justin Fields, to be an absolute fantasy star. Currently, QB 28 in ADP. You can probably go and buy him for a second. If he produces and if he keeps that starting job for you know longer term, if we're talking 10, 12 games, maybe the whole season, He's suddenly worth the first round pick. And that is free money that you can play. Just go and acquire him now and take that risk. You're acquiring some risk. Yeah, if it, if, it, if it doesn't work out, what's the worst you've lost? The second round pick. I honestly think that he is a screaming value. And, you know, let's, let's not forget, this is not, not any ordinary rookie uh, fifth round pick that we're spending on here. This is a guy that, the year before he came out, was the nailed on 101 for all kind of analysts and everyone who does any sort of draft Nick stuff. He was going to be the first overall pick in the draft. And then he he plummeted down draft boards. And, you know, people thought going into draft, he was probably going to be maybe a back-end first-round pick, maybe a second-round pick. He was definitely going to go on day two. And it was a shock when he fell to day three. So he's got some potential. He's got a decent prospect profile. And with that rushing floor, when he's on the field, he can get he's gonna be a fantasy star in Superflex League. So yeah, I think he's he's an easy player to go and acquire now because when he is on the field, his price is only gonna go up. The next guy I'm looking to buy now, this is a guy that Tom and I have been slating for redraft purposes all year, but it's Marquise Brown. He's a pending free agent. We've got the Kyler situation. I think there is a chance that he is gonna struggle at the beginning of the year. But how many players can you say are going to increase in value as the year goes on? There's not many that you can bank that in for. Well, he's going to get Kyler back. He's potentially going to get traded. 
or he's going to get signed up long term. One of those two things are going to happen during this season because the the Cardinals aren't going to go into the offseason with him as a pending free agent, having to then pay him top of the market dollar if they want to keep him long term. So they're either going to sign him during the season or they're going to trade him. Now, when one of those things happen, his price is only going to increase. He's wide receiver 34 and ADP now. I think his price is probably going to drop over the next two to four weeks. Once he starts to struggle, look, after all, it's Colt McCoy is going to be starting for the Cardinals. And I think that there is absolutely a world where Marquise Brown is seeing decent target volume, but the quality and the depth of those targets is not going to be anywhere near what we were used to seeing with Lamar or Kyler on the centre. He's going to see a lot more checkdowns, a lot more, you know, created targets in that short to intermediate route, but a lot less of those high value targets downfield. And also there's going to be less touchdowns because this Cardinals offense is going to be horrendous. So I honestly think that this is a guy, maybe don't go and buy now, maybe wait two, three weeks, maybe wait till the season starts. And that's your time to pounce. Once he's disappointing at the beginning of the season, that's when you can pounce because you know that from week, you know, eight, nine, 10 onwards, that's when his value is going to kick in. And as long as you can acquire him before that boost in value, you're going to see a return your investment very, very quickly. The fourth guy we're going to acquire, staying in Arizona, Trey McBride. Now, he had maybe the worst rookie tight end season we've ever seen in terms of, you look at any advanced stat, yards per route run, targets per route run, he was horrendous. But he was an elite tight end prospect. He was a 90th percentile prospect in my model. Tight ends take time. And somebody's got to catch passes in Arizona. He is running almost exclusively with the ones in practice. And yes, Zach Ertz is coming back. But I'll be honest, Zach Ertz is old. He couldn't separate. He could only do anything versus uh, zone coverage. He was horrendous versus man coverage. And he's coming off an ACL and MCL injury. If you're worried about Zach Ertz taking targets and taking playtime away from Trey McBride, I don't know what to tell you. But Trey McBride is going to get playtime. And I think that, as I've said earlier about Marquise Brown, Colt McCoy, he's not going to be pushing the ball downfield. He's going to be looking for that big body target in between the numbers, working those seams with that low A dot. And that's where Trey McBride comes in. This offense is not going to be, you know, pushing the ball downfield, huge number of 20 plus yard targets downfield. So I honestly believe that Trey McBride, he's kind of forgotten. And this is a guy that a year ago was a great prospect and he isn't going to get a great situation. So, yeah, you can probably go and get him for free. I've seen him on a couple of waiver wires. I'd happily pay a third. Maybe you can pay a couple of fours or something. Just go and get him as a throw-in in a deal. And this is a guy that we, I wouldn't be shocked if we're talking 15 to 20% target share. He's going to get some red zone work. I think that there's a chance where Trey McBride could really break out. And, yeah, you're not going to probably get a first for him. But if he doubles in value, that's a return on investment. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go and take a flyer on Trey McBride, get him as a throw-in. And uh, yeah, worst case scenario, he he has a, a year like last year where he was horrendous and you've not lost anything because he was basically free in leagues right now. And then my final buy, and this is my favourite buy. I've been talking this up in the Discord. If you're not a YouTube member, run along the bottom. You can join from as little as 99p a month. Brock Purdy. He is the nailed on starter for the 49ers. We've seen Kyle Shanahan say he'd have to completely melt down in practice for him to not be the starter. He's made this remarkable recovery from the UCL surgery. You know, he's now back practicing every day, which is mind-blowing. He's starting in preseason and he's getting snaps. Now, 
I don't think anybody's talked, I've heard anyone talk about this, but Carl Shanahan needs Brock Purdy to work to save face. Okay. Carl Shanahan and the the you know John Lynch, the the whole front office, they spent an obscene amount of draft capital to go up and get Trey Lance. Trey Lance has not worked out. Okay. But they've been okay and they've been incubated from Trey Lance not working out because Brock Purdy is coming. Now if Brock Purdy doesn't work out, they're going to have double egg on their face because not only did they spend that huge amount of capital to go and get Trey Lance, but then they didn't give him the opportunity to actually be a successful starting quarterback. They basically threw him to the side in favour of Brock Purdy. And that would be, yeah, you, you spent all this and then you've not given him a chance. So if Brock Purdy doesn't work out, they're, they're going to be in for it. So, NFL coach, NFL offense, maybe the best offense in mind in the league at the moment. It has got to work out for Brock Purdy, and it has got to work out for the 49ers. So, I'm happy to fully invest on Brock Purdy because I know that he is going to be the starting quarterback for two, three years because he has got to work out. They can't turn around and go to Sam Darnold or Trey Lance. That's not a realistic outcome because they have put all their eggs in the Brock Purdy basket and it has got to succeed. So for me, I think that Brock Purdy at the moment is currently being priced with that question mark that he might lose the job. He's currently being priced as a seven-run quarterback that's a starter. He's currently QB2, 22 in ADP. I don't think you have to pay a first to go and get him. I would happily pay a late first, but I don't think you have to pay that. So... For me, if I can go and get Purdy for two seconds, we know that this offense is going to be incredible. It's got four of the best weapons of any offense in the league. It's got the best play caller. The offensive line's got some question marks, but it's improvement from last year. Like Brock Purdy under center. Yeah, he's not going to have the rushing floor. Yeah, he's not going to put up any gaudy numbers, but he can just play point guard in this offense and he is going to be great. So I am happy to go and acquire Brock Purdy because I said, I think he's being priced with that question mark. And I don't think that question mark's there. I think he's the nailed on start for this year, next year, and maybe even at least a year after. So I'm happy to go in on Brock Purdy, pay that price now, because I think come next year, next offseason, when he is the nailed on starter and everybody's confident that, he's going to be in that, you know, Kirk Cousins range of sort of QB 13 to 15 as a unsexy but solid QB 2 for your fantasy teams. So... Those are my five buys. Let me know in the comments. Am I crazy? Are there any of these that you think the situations aren't going to turn out as I've laid out? Are there any players that you just think I'm miles off out? Or are there any players that I've completely missed out on? Any of your favourite Dynasty buys that I've not mentioned? Make sure you're liking, hit that comment, hit that subscribe button. We've got plenty more coming and you know the season is just around the corner. Tom and I have got some really exciting plans. And uh, if you're not yet, join the membership. You know, we've got the Discord, we've got Tom's DFS stuff. I started work on my rookie guide for 2024 already. You get that included in the membership package. So hit that join button and uh, and we'll get you sorted heading into next year.